0: Hello, everybody. This is Professor Jacob Gold, and you're listening to a special episode of Finance Roundtable. Today, we're going to get to know uh, different members of our team. In this special episode, you're actually going to get to know me, Professor Jacob Gold, a little bit more than maybe you knew beforehand. Um, This is something that uh, I do not know the questions that Michael Koshel and Kelly Gold will be asking me, um, and uh, we're just going to be – taking those questions. And hopefully as an audience member, you feel like you get to know us a little bit more and you get to see what motivates us and what makes us tick. So Mike, do you want to start us off? Certainly. Uh, So
1: let me start off, uh, Jake, uh, we've known each other for years. Uh, I feel like I might know the answer to this, but this kind of intrigued me a little bit. Of course, our podcast financial roundtable. So the topic is, of course, in finance. However, getting to know each other a little bit more and our audience to understand us, I thought of this question. So was there a time that you may have had interest in doing something else in a different field before going into
0: finance? Uh, any thoughts? That's, that? I mean, that's a really good question, Mike. Um, yeah, I actually, I do. I think it's going to be something that many people don't know but uh, actually when I was a little kid I had terrible teeth I had a, a mouth full of silver caps Uh, I would constantly go to the dentist, and whenever I would get done with a dental appointment, my dentist had a little treasure chest, and you could go and pick out one toy from the treasure chest, and I thought that concept was so awesome that for a long time, I thought I wanted to become a dentist just so I could give out little toys to kids. So and if you think about it, as um, the chairman of Jacob Golden Associates, without a doubt, I'm an entrepreneur. And dentists in many ways are entrepreneurs. They're running their business, but they're scientists and they're technicians and they work closely with their patients. So in some ways, I see a lot of similarities between a financial planning firm and a dental office. But I, that's a great question, Mike. I think that if I wasn't granted the opportunity to be exposed to the financial world at such a young age because my grandfather was a financial planner and my father was a financial planner, maybe um, I would have ended up becoming a dentist because I really did – for some reason, um, I was very much drawn to um, a, my my dentist's dental practice. Mm-hmm. Um so hopefully that answers your question. <laughs> it does. It,
1: it, it does. And uh, once again, the purpose behind this is to learn a little bit of background yeah. about our, ourselves. And, uh, you know, I didn't know that. <laughs> I, I I took some notes and thought I might have an idea. And I now, was thinking Now, what did you think? Else. What did you think I was going to say? My first thoughts is because teaching at yep. ASU, mm-hmm. I thought a teacher. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I've always thought and what I've learned from watching you is that – uh, you have a natural way of communicating oh, from a teacher you. perspective. Um, but it is intriguing as a kid seeing that treasure piece, because mm-hmm. I remember that as well. Mm-hmm. And that got me through the painful experience, right. I feel, of having to go through the dentist. So thanks for sharing. Yeah, that. That, for that sure. Great. That was great. Um, I've got
0: a question. Go for it. We've Kelly. talked about financial literacy right. a couple of times. And what is your end goal when mm-hmm. it comes to financial literacy? What do you see would make you proud? Yeah, Th- thanks for asking, Kelly. So, I, I mean, I definitely feel over the last two years during this pandemic, we all have become tender because we um, have had to put our ho- our life on hold in, in, in different regards over the years. And it's been start, stop, start, stop. And so I feel like a lot of people are tender. And I feel that there is a lack of financial literacy out there. I I am, I am, um, I feel really good in the fact that more and more states are making it a prerequisite for high school students to take personal finance before they graduate from high school. I think that that is really important, and in some cases perhaps more important than a student taking trigonometry because you're going to be dealing with personal finance every single day of your life, whereas with trigonometry, you can end up using a calculator and uh, simplify the process. So let's take that time and focus it on areas that people will be using on a daily basis. But with that being said, I feel that society as a whole would be stronger uh, if there was more financial literacy in, in, in our society. And I, I'm not extremely talented in a lot of different areas. Uh, I often joke at home that I, I can barely change a light bulb. Um, but nonetheless, I, I do feel that I have somewhat of a gift of, of being able to educate individuals in the area of finance. I have a knack of understanding investments. Um, And so I really, my end game is to try to touch as many people as possible in a positive light to promote the importance of financial literacy and my hope and it's a very open-ended dream but my hope is that in some shape or form um, individuals are able to make better decisions for themselves and their families because of some of the wisdom that they've received from this podcast or from Jacob Gold and Associates and they pay that forward and they don't have to overcome as many obstacles and if they don't have to overcome so many financial obstacles then they could be a head financially more than they would have otherwise. And if as a society we embrace financial literacy and we see the importance of it, I, I can only see it being a positive outcome. So I want to do my part, whatever that part might be, and I think that that part is going to be evolving as time goes on. But us doing this podcast is a way for me to say, okay, I'm going to step outside my comfort zone, I'm going to try to educate in a new medium, and let's see uh, what comes of it. So I don't know the exact end game. I just know that there's a lot of work that needs to be done to improve financial literacy as a whole within here in the U.S. Wonderful. That's that's a good goal. <laughs> oh, good. I appreciate. It. Thanks
1: for sharing that, Jake. I think that was fantastic, and it sounds like you know trying to influence as many as you can while you have the time, the energy, and the knowledge to be able to bring that to the table, if you will. So, I, I think that's fantastic. Um, I, I think maybe one other question. Uh, Kelly, would you think we have uh, uh, sure. time for an extra? Yeah, go, go for wait, it, Mike. Uh, so um, another question is being a businessman, sure, a dad, right. a husband, mm-hmm. uh, and then us looking at to provide this uh, podcast, um, I'm sure there's challenges with trying to identify yourself in these three different areas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you work through that? Or do you find yourself um, challenged in some ways? It's easier at some times and so forth. Uh, Because I think when it concerns finances, people relate, well, my stage of life or my place in life has altered or changed uh, uh, given what was going on in their life. So how do you manage that? And how have you been able to? Because I know it's
0: not the easiest thing to do. Great question, Mike. Yeah, it is true. I mean, Bal- a balancing act is is definitely needed in my life and to be honest with you i'm still working on that uh it, it is a struggle i i'm managing the business managing investments, uh, teaching at ASU, trying to be the best dad I can and and the best husband I can. I I guess I would look at my life as somewhat like a bento box. And if you look at a bento box, everything has its place. So the rice isn't going to be overflowing where the salad is and the salad's not going to be where the tempura is. Everything has its little space. So when I come to the office, I have singular focus on my tasks at hand. When I go to my house, I have singular focus trying to focus in on my kids and my wife and so it's being completely focused on whatever I'm doing presently and knowing that I just have to allot space and time For each of those important things in my life. So every day I have to be touching those things that mean something to me. uh, And I'm always going to be evolving those things. And I'm not going to ever rest on my laurels and say, okay, this is the way it's going to be. It's always going to be this way. Things always have to be evolving for me. And I'm constantly moving. I recognize in my life, if I'm stagnant, if I'm not moving, if I'm not creating, then I get anxious. But if I have a lot of things on my plate, and I give my Myself enough time to accomplish them, then I can have singular focus on each and every one of them. And I feel um, satisfied and I feel like I have done my part at the end of the day, knowing that. Each thing that was important to me uh, got a little bit of my time and energy in that day, and it's just constantly adding layers and layers and being consistent with it. And some days, some weeks are are overwhelming, uh, and I would definitely say 2022 has been one of those years. I've often mentioned over the last uh, six months that 2008. For my career, which I started back in 2000, uh, was the most challenging year, business wise, um, investment wise. 2022 is a close second. Uh, We're we're coming out of the pandemic. There's a lot of uncertainty. We have a lot of inflation that we're fighting. The markets are well off of their highs. We are technically in a bear market. A lot of our clients are now retired or that much closer to retirement. Um, So it's pretty heavy these days. Sometimes when it gets really heavy, it's a little bit more challenging to keep things in their space, but nonetheless, I know how important this work is, so I never want to give up on what I feel needs to be done, and and I would say that I am my biggest critic, and I push myself harder than anybody else pushes me, Um, but I know what I'm focusing on matters not only to myself, but matters to my clients, my family, and my friends, and so uh, it's a work in progress to be honest with you, but I, I really wake up every day excited to do my best, and I always leave everything on the field, so when I do get home, I'm so exhausted that I really can only focus on one thing, and that is my lovely family, which... Kelly is, of course, my oldest. And uh, I'm so grateful to have him uh, in my life, professionally and personally. So uh, a little shout-out to my my man, Kelly Gold. (laughs) Thank (laughs) you. Nicely put, put, Jake. Thanks, Mike. I appreciate that. Well, guys, hopefully in this short... Podcast episode, you got to know me, Jacob Gold. Or in, in this podcast, you'll you'll hear me be called Jake. Um, professionally, I am Jacob, but personally, all my friends and family they call me Jake. So anybody that's listening to this podcast, feel free going forward to always call me Jake. You don't need to call me Jacob. Um, but uh, Michael goes by Mike. Kelvin goes by Kelly. Uh, and we're just gonna try to keep this podcast casual and fun and. Uh, hopefully overall, um, educational as well. So thank you guys. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you, Mike, for asking me those questions. I now look forward in future episodes of asking you guys questions. And I look forward to our audience getting to know the two of you, because honestly, both of you are, uh, you know, some of the most special people in my lives. My, uh, one of my dearest friends, and of course my one and only son. So thank you guys for listening, and uh, we, we hope that you listen to more of our podcast as time goes on. Thank you, everybody. Awesome. Thank you. Have a great day. Jacob Gold and Michael Koshel are financial advisors offering securities and advisory services through Cetera Advisor Networks, LLC, doing insurance business in California as CFG. AN Insurance Agency, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC, a broker-dealer and registered investment advisor. Satera is under separate ownership from any other named entity. Jacob's California Insurance License, 0E55425. Michael's California Insurance License, 0K90130. The views depicted in this material are for information purpose only and are not necessarily those of Cetera Advisor Network. They should not be considered specific advice or recommendations for any individual. Neither Cetera Advisor Networks nor any of its representative may give legal or tax advice. Kelvin Gold is a marketing associate. Registered address is 14850 North Scottsdale Road, Suite 255, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85254.